Okay, so what what episode are we on? This is episode eight, finally, of the Let's Honest Sports Podcast. Uh, it's been a while since we recorded one of these. We are, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but there's been a lot in the sports world that has happened, uh, a lot to catch up <laughs> on. Um, I know we're going to get into a little bit of some spring training talk, uh, recent MLB rule changes. And everything that's uh, kind of backfiring off of that, um, how we see that going forward in the future. Because, you know, the baseball season is kicking up, uh, getting started. We're a few weeks in. Um, we'll catch up on that. We'll also talk a little bit about some football. Uh, you know, being Americans, we always got to talk football. Um <laughs> We got the draft coming up, uh, the recent combine, um, where we think uh, the NFL QB QBs are going to go, uh, what we think their rank or their ranking is in terms of the QB class. Uh, also, talk about our favorite team, the Bears, right there. You know, uh, got to oh. see where they can improve this offseason, what uh, prospects they can go after, free agent signings, possibly. And then maybe for a split segment, we'll talk about the top contenders in the NBA Finals. Um, but yeah, that's kind of on the docket for this week's episode of the Honest Truth Sports Podcast. So stay tuned for the rest of this episode. You will not want to miss it. So let's get into it. First thing, we're going to talk about, you know, the MLB. Us three being, you know, avid baseball fans and players of the past, at least, well, me and Steve were. Nate, you still got your mm-hmm. future ahead of you. Um, but we've all played baseball with these rules um, of the past, I guess, where tr- they're starting to they're starting to trend towards moving in a different, faster pace of play. Um, I personally don't mind it. I think that it's probably about time that they should move towards a faster pace of play. Um, especially since it's one, it could be one of the longest games, like draw it out throughout the time of like, like a NFL football game is not going to be as long as a baseball game. Most days. Um, I mean, with the current pace right now, so far in spring journey, it seemed to be tracking with, the average um, length for a football game, so who knows? Actually, shorter but, than them. Yeah. I mean, uh, I saw somebody tweet out saying that for the first, like, seven games, the average time um, was, like, by an – I want to say by an average of 15 minutes shorter, and that was including the seventh inning game towards the beginning of the spring training because there was a lockout last year. So it was like that those two seven inning games were longer uh, than the first two games this year, uh, which speak volumes on how much of the change has really impacted the game. I mean, I like it so far too. I, it just seems like a more crisp game. Like you don't really get to uh, spin around twiddling your thumb thinking about what kind of, strategy you're going to uh, implement like you have to like go on the fly which i think is a fair advantage for everybody which is why they kind of make it uh where the batter 
and the pitcher only have like eight seconds or else one or the other is going to get a strike or a ball. So I think it's, it's going to be a, a huge eye-opener eye in the season. Um, I don't remember if they're going to uh, play it out in the postseason, which is going to be interesting to see. Like, uh, I think game, they will. Game seven with, with the uh, game on the line, you see like a, a call, third strike, because the batter took too long. Like, that would be wild. I yeah, I mean, so um, kind of backtracking, Steve brought up the point of, you know, some of these MLB rules um, for those non-baseball. The casual fans? Yeah, for the casual yeah. fans. What we're trying to explain is that, so MLB has come up with these rule changes in efforts to speed up the game, and most of these rule efforts consist of having a pitch clock and a hitter clock in order to get into the batter's box and be ready for the pitch to come to you. And I think what the what the MLB had come up with is that the pitcher has 20 seconds to 15. get No, I think it's the other way 15 around. 15 with 20. no one on. Yeah. 15 okay. with no one on, 20 with people on, runners on. Okay. 15 with no one on, 20 with runners on base. And the hitter has 15 seconds to get ready and in the box to hit, which can be kind of off-putting because if you're a hitter, which we have seen multiple cases and instances already, where the hitter looks to be ready and in the box, but they get called out for a strike because the umpire has said that they are not ready for the pitch to come. However, what my mind goes through is that if the pitcher gets the ball first and their pitch clock is going, they can dwindle that down until the absolute very last second to throw mm -hmm. that pitch. But I think the hitter's clock starts before the pitcher even gets the ball back, which is very, like, contradicting because if the pitcher's pitch clock doesn't start until the – until after the hitters one does, then the pitcher can just hold on to the ball and steal an automatic strike because the hitter is not informed. Like we've, we've seen that happen. Like the hitters look to be ready in the box, but yet they get called out for it because their pitch clock or their, their pitch timer has gone off before the pitcher has even mm -hmm. delivered the ball which is something that they're going to have to keep track of throughout the season. But other than that, like, pace of play has been good. Um, I think they're yeah. going to tweak that a little bit in order for it to kind of functionally be um, well-rounded. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the official rule with the batters is, is they have to be in the box and looking at the pitcher ready to hit by eight I seconds of the clock yeah, so there was they uh, have to be earlier they had to be ready much before the pitcher which kind of gives the pitcher the advantage and it kind of draws a line of like what does it mean for the batter to be ready you know do they have to be in the box can they be like doing their swing motion you know like their check swing motion or do they have to be like still you know just dead on looking at the pitcher ready to hit 
not doing anything, not tapping the plate or anything. When does the pitch clocks or the walk-up hitter clock start? Because like uh, as soon as the pitcher gets the ball back. Okay, but like, I mean that's like in the at bat though. Like yeah, we're talking about like the first pitch. Yeah, the I'm first pitch. Like interchanging yeah. hitters. Like, are we gonna have to be seeing like hitters like sprint to the plate, be like, I'm ready. I'm don't don't come call the strike on me. Like, my goodness. Like, yeah, I want to at least hear my walk up song when I'm going right. out. Yeah, it's yeah, sure. Uh, I saw a video the other day where the umpire was trying to get a, a new um random or another set of balls in his pockets and it was like in between that or it was in during the at bat uh so the batter was just like casually just waiting like just doing his like i don't know pre-bat or the pre-pitch routine and stuff like that uh but the umpire was not even like fully back behind the plate so the batter like essentially like timed his uh appearance back behind the plate like at the same time so he wouldn't get a call strike but apparently the the clock was still going regardless even if the umpire was not behind the plate which i thought was bizarre like i don't think Mm -hmm. he intentionally would try to like take a long time out of the box he was just taking his time because the umpire wasn't back there so that's interesting to see develop this year like are they going to be uh looking at that or tweaking it to where the umpire has to be behind the plate for the class to start so i thought it was a it's a pretty weird development um yesterday or today it was just like what's going on do we really need to be that anal about this pitch clock Mm -hmm. situation like the umpire would clearly not ready to call the game so why should they penalize the batter so it'll be interesting to see you gotta think that baseball is one of the most slow-paced game yeah well it's one of the most slow-paced games but they're also there's a lot of moving parts within those slow moments like yeah you gotta account for everybody being in position everybody being ready for just one pitch to happen one play to happen like like for instance you just came you just told us about how like a umpire wasn't ready or like he was getting balls because you know that happens when you don't have balls in your pocket you have to go and get more from the dugout or the ball boy brings them out like that's gonna happen throughout the course of the season so like they're probably gonna have to make an adjustment for that for when they're gonna start the clocks because like they have at least a start of what they want to see happen, like the beginning steps of the these rules, but there's going to be altercations to all these little aspects in the game that come throughout just watching it and playing it. Like, like I know in between innings, they have, I think it's 215 or yeah, two minutes and 15 seconds between innings now. That's been set in stone for the last couple of years, I think. But, like, are you just going to give the umpire all all the balls that they think are going to happen to be in play that inning? Like, oh, that's the balls we're playing with? Because that's another point. You basically would have to have a, a bucket behind the umpire at that point. Like, yeah. I don't know. Some of that could, like, 
waste 20 balls you know like there's something about that that so i don't know there like that, that's another aspect too is that pitchers can't they're not allowed to change out balls anymore because it's seen as a stalling tactic and the yeah. clock continues to go so whatever ball they're dealt they're just kind of have to like use it yeah like there's so many little details and minute yeah things for example baseball. Uh, like Dylan sees on the White Sox, he, uh, he, I think they said that he takes the longest time in between pitches. And while he's doing that in between t- pitches, he's like basically touching the rosin uh, bag for those uh, casual fans. It's like a, a substance that kind of dries out your hand because there's so much sweat on it, uh, which is bizarre to me because he always goes through his head which also has a different substance. It's a, a little bit like a, he uses gel, I'm assuming, which is legal in baseball. Uh, and essentially just like combine the two substance to make a, a, another substance to allow him to perfect his pitches and stuff. Uh, he no longer can do that because it, that process, whole process takes like about 10 to, 15 seconds and that's basically the whole pitch clock so we're gonna probably can see a lot of pitchers this year struggle right out of the gate kind of like how we saw the spider tag um allegation come out a few years back or was it last year um Uh, they basically busted everybody yeah it was busted everybody like garrett cole was probably one of the the victim um he was not allowed to use the spider tag anymore and you kind of saw his ERA balloon at the beginning of the year. So it, it's probably going to be another adjustment like that. Mm-hmm. Nate, what, what are you doing back there? Are you you hiding in your room with the lights off? No, I'm here. It's just – yeah, I think as time goes on with the whole, you know – pitch clock and since as time goes on we'll get more accustomed to it and like by mid-season i feel like there'll be like a natural flow going on yeah and so there won't be as many uh instances um and the playoffs i think it might be hard because these are high intense situations for these pitchers and so that sometimes taking time in between these pitches is like really valuable but in the playoffs i feel like it's going to make it go a lot faster. And like, I think some of the moments, like, I don't know. I think some of the moments might happen too fast in like normal years for baseball, you know, but we'll have to see, but I think it will get better. Yeah. There's going to be a lot to unfold in this coming year of the MLB. And the thing is about this, all, all the um, rule change, like, it's been happening in the minor league system. So it's not like out of the blue where they're just trying it out for the first time. They, they have seen uh, this new rule be a success in the minor. So um, anyone that comes up, they're already going to be adapt to this new rule change. It's just basically all of the veterans that are going to have to get used to it. Uh, and they said that about like two years it takes for them all to get accustomed to the new rule. Uh, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see uh, 
you guys prefer the or like the 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 ban of the ship over that rule or or I which think it's one? gonna give I think the the ban shifts is a it's definitely probably about time that that's been applied because mm-hmm. it takes away the hitting aspect. Um, yeah. it takes away like an actual base hit for yeah. most people. Um, however, sure. I saw that there was creativity in a spring training game where they <laughs> yeah took a right fielder and played him shallow right and basically played with yeah. two more power to them. I mean, that's they're gonna have a huge huge gap in um left it's either yeah an outfield left just outfield field. in general huge yeah. gaps everywhere well but that's and also that was seen with a huge with a guy that already has a huge pull swing anyways and it's shown through analytics that he doesn't hit the ball yeah sorry top. joey gallo yeah so in the world man he, he, he really needs to figure it out yeah it's just Try to figure out how to swing the bat. You're a professional. You like you get paid millions of dollars to just to but hit the ball. Paid millions of dollars doing it the way full gap for years. So that's why he right. got millions of dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. sorry, idea. I mean, you're gonna have to learn how to change your your approach and stuff like that. It's just, I mean, I did see a stat. I wonder if MLB was just ahead of a curve. They were noticing the decline of uh, batting averages over the years. Where, mm-hmm. like back in uh, 2015, it was the highest it has been in like a couple decades, uh, and it's just been a steady decline since that. And they, by doing this ban of the ship, they're hoping to like basically get back to the prime 2015 years of everybody being able to get on base more often uh, with more people on base means more offense, uh, more runs. Obviously we don't know how the game works. It's just, yeah. I think it'll draw more attention to the game. There's more runs. It just, it seems to be the way we're heading into the new future of baseball, like more, more often is the way to go. Unfortunately, I mean, me at the, former pitcher i i don't i could care less if you could score or not well i guess i would like to have my offense be able to score some runs so that way i can get a win out of it so but it's just i think the mlb is really striving for a like a a seven to eight ball game or like a a nine to twelve ball game uh it's just going to be a lot of runs from here on on so it'll be interesting to see how it goes this year well it's definitely the average sport fan throughout all sports in general they love to see scoring happen you see in love to see scoring happen you see in basketball they love to see scoring happen that's why you're getting all these high high scoring games in the nba like i think consistently i'm seeing games in the the 130s like 120 oh yeah it's I know in baseball NBA. already in the spring training, there's been high scoring games like like the nine to twelves and uh so on. Like there's been a lot of high scoring games and that's just what the average fan loves to see through sports. They yeah. don't mm-hmm. like to see these well fought chess masses chess matches 
between two teams that are ha- might be having a pitching duel. Like that still could happen, and I love seeing those happen. But the average fan just does not like to see that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm all yeah. for the the ban of the ship. Obviously, uh, I don't know if you can tell, but I want to see more more offense. Uh, I don't. I mean, yeah, it's not fair that these pole hitters have to, um, get a break from the MLB to be able to like get a base hit and all that stuff. But I don't. I I think the other addition to this ban of the ship is to speed up the game as well. Because you're not giving the uh, defensive team a chance to be able to move around in the field, like it's preventing them from to have to like call time and move everybody in position. So it's probably a part of a reason why they banned it to speed up the game. Um, it's just going to be a lot more homework for those players. Yeah, they're going to have like, you know, like they already have those like post-it notes uh, in their back pocket. They're, it's going to be be basically a book at this point where they're just gonna pull out they're just gonna have they're gonna wear a sleeve on their like the quarterback sleeve they're gonna wear (laughs) on their arm to figure out the play calls and stuff there's gonna be a lot of game planning um just knowing what you need to do um because that's that's just the way sports are going uh i guess we're gonna let's just kind of transition to our next topic. So, Segway. Well, yeah, well, there's no good segue for this, but I just kind of want to get the brief, our brief thoughts on NBA playoff contenders and what we think, um, okay. who we think is going to be in the championship. Hey, come out of the darkness. You're in. Okay. The- I, I would like to, I'd like to talk about this one. All, all so- I know is that the, the East is a powerhouse. The West is not really good. It, it basically flopped, like, from a decade ago, right? It used to like be the three West. three years ago. Oh, yeah. Like three years ago yeah. was way better. But, yeah. uh, you know, the East has two really top-heavy, really two really good teams in the Bucks and the Celtics. And I, I feel like the Bucks is, is a much better team because they have the best player in the NBA. They got Giannis. He's unstoppable. No, not according well, to the White Voters. The 49ers. 49ers, the wow, 76ers. 49ers. <laughs> Jeez. I, got, I got wrong, wrong numbers. In my mind. Sorry. The yeah. 76ers. Dude, hey, man. Nah, nah. Giannis not the MVP, not according to the white voters. Uh-uh. Okay, that's another topic for another day. That's a, that's another day. Come on, Perkins. <laughs> that's another topic for another day. Hey, whoa. Whoa. I'm convinced what? it's your computer, Nate. Your computer sucks. Oh yeah, it does suck. Oh, ten minutes left. Wow, right on time. That's oh. probably what it is. Yeah. yeah, it needed ten minutes left. Yeah. All right, Nate. All right. So you go. Okay, so I think the Bucks. They just have the better team all around. They got amazing defense, and they got Giannis, who's the best player. Uh, the thing about them is Middleton. He's been struggling really this season, and so. But Drew Holiday has stepped up in that role. But it, it's important to see Milton come back, who was such a key piece for that championship team two years ago. But in the West, uh, I would have said the Suns, but you know, KD slipped in pregame and now he's hurt. So 
What? What the hell happened? He, he's injury he's prone. Taking a, a, a layup or what? It, yeah, a layup line drill layup and slipping. Yeah. Broke his ankle. Yeah. So right now, I really don't know. Maybe the Nuggets, but the Nuggets just got killed by my Bulls yesterday. So I really have no Bulls idea. Bulls are going to make West. a run, dude. Uh huh. And John Morant's, you know, he might get suspended. Oh, Who knows? He's that also is another topic yeah. for another day. Yeah, he Warriors is. suck. Um, I mean, just so much is going on in the West. Like, Lakers what, are the Kings the best team in the West now? Like, we don't know. Could be. I mean, they, everything's they just good. going wrong in the West. It's a bonus, like, man. So. I think the Kings. I have the Bucks. Pace, the Kings are on pace to make their first playoff in, in forever. Decade <laughs> before we were born. Yeah. I, um. I yeah, they're supposed mean. to be the two seed. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty. But as of right good. now, I got the Bucks beating whoever comes out of the West for sure in like it, five or four games. Kings, man, it probably will be the Suns. No, nah, man, not without KD. Well, I don't know. He will be back for the playoffs. The playoffs don't start for a month. But they have no chemistry yet. It yeah. doesn't matter. It yeah, it does. No. Yes, it does. Katie, just playoffs, go on the floor. Yes. Just don't break it, your ankle. It it can <laughs> matter. Chemistry can matter, but I mean, when you have stars, it's gonna it's gonna work out. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, West is. Oh, you think LeBron's gonna good. make it, dude? No, LeBron. Lakers are Lakers are bad. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Yeah. I would say the Mavericks if they could play defense, but no, they yeah, not. they're the worst defensive Dude, team. You, you're asking too much from Luka uh, Doncic and uh, Kyrie Irving, man. They don't yeah. play defense. They're the two best scoring yeah. players in the league, but right. they don't know what defense is. They've never heard of yeah. that word. Yeah, they were bad. they were uh, they were skipping those uh, drills when they were growing up. Apparently, so that basically what happened like i don't understand why you can't play defense it's all you literally have to do uh, is just stay on your man make just, a couple steals just throw them in effort. a 3-2 zone and yeah. put them on the bottom <laughs> bottom of a 3-2 yeah they don't gotta do work <laughs> i don't oh, think they you do 2-3 anymore or you said 3-2 yeah, yeah. So i don't think you got rebound if you're there anymore. That's the only common sense of a zone to do in the NBA because yeah. you can't have that. You can't have a two-three because the middleman can't stand in the lane. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's gonna be the Kings versus the um, uh, who's in the East. That's not very I think, good. You a Sixers guy? Nah, man. Nah, I think Celtics. I think the, I think the Celtics, Celtics have a good shot. I think. Um, I got a future bet on them. You got, they better win. Tatum is – he's a young rising star. Uh, Jalen Brown, very good chemistry there. You oh, got yeah. the do-it-all player, Marcus Smart. Um, the do-it-all is questionable. Why is Mark, Marcus Smart named Smart when he's not smart? Yeah, that's I'm pretty sure that guy's failed, like, several classes. Well, college. No, he's got he a defensive State? player of the year. So, yeah, Oklahoma State. You don't State. have to be smart yeah. to Oklahoma play basketball, though. Yeah. And he, I think he got suspended in college, too, for like 
kicking the fan. Yeah, that's not very smart. That's not a <laughs> smart move. He's got a defensive player of the year award though. So yeah, yeah. yeah a little he's bit smart at defense. All player. Yeah. Celtics uh, are a good team though. Very good defense. Oh uh, yeah. Don't sleep on the Cavs either. You know, yeah, Donovan Cavs Mitchell is good. really good. Yeah. They're yeah, young. Of course. We all knew that. But other than that, I mean, it's really just two teams right now: the Bucks and Celtics. I mean. Whoever whoever wins the East is going to win it all, I feel like. Hey, man. KD, he's too good. I just don't know about the injuries, man. Yeah. And the defense of the Suns doesn't yeah. derailed his whole season right there. I think I, I saw I think I saw a social media post, might have been on Twitter, where it showed the standings from the NBA last year compared to this year. And it was completely, it was six completely different teams. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, that's what happened when you have a bunch of players moving around. Yeah. Well, it's like, not even that. Like, the well, the teams that were the in the top last year, like they didn't have a lot of players flip around. It's just they mm-hmm. haven't really been playing good. Basketball. I mean, that's typical. Like yeah. the top teams will always stay at the top. Like it's the mid. Mid teams, yeah. No, the, the Warriors have been awful this year. Yeah, they they're garbage on the, the road. The Warriors have been disappointing. Uh, Colin Colin and Cowherd pissing me off. He he thinks that the Warriors is so damn good. They're gonna win the the NBA Finals. Like, bro, yeah, they can't even like win on the road. Like, <laughs> yeah, they can't win a road game against. They're probably the they're probably gonna lose in Memphis Rockets. tonight. They're probably gonna lose in Memphis tonight with uh, oh, yeah. John Morant. Um, sinking their chip, like I don't get it. Um, yeah, aren't the Warriors? Warriors, Warriors they yeah, yeah, they're, they're in the play-in. They're six. No, they're six. Oh. They're six. Yeah, so they're they're out of the plan, but still, they're they're a sinking ship right now. Mm-hmm. I Lakers are in. in the play-in right now, but they're trash they? anyways. Yeah. Hey, LeBron couldn't come. Yeah, I think he's just resting. That's yeah. What he oh, yeah. LeBron's just resting. He's been resting for like a month ever since he got that scoring record. Yeah. If he was resting, he he's resting for the playoff. Uh, he needs to come back to need, get the team in the playoffs. To, yeah. He needs to play these games to get them in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, AD, did you guys see that he jammed his finger and he thought it was like, the end of his life or some some mm-hmm. stuff like that like well yeah. have you ever had a jam finger before like he's i mean so he's hurt all the time so i, I, I love, mean i love the ad memes where i think i saw one where he jammed his finger and people were like oh that's four weeks yeah yeah he's done he he um no he jammed his thumb tweeting out that he i don't even know what it was i'm butchering the the meme there but it was something to do with like typing out on his phone, like, oh, he's out four weeks, jamming thumb right there. Like, <laughs> come on, man, this guy is something else. Um, basically glass. He's uh what do they say? Uh, he's the Anthony Day to Day Davis. The what? Anthony Day to Day Davis. That's yeah. what Charles Barkley calls him, I'm pretty sure. Oh, Chuck. Oh, no, he calls him Street Clothes Davis. 
street clothes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they were they were sitting him out when he was fully healthy the other night. Not sure why you would do that when you're trying to get into the playoffs. I, I don't understand no. the NBA anymore. Just well, guys, management, management uh, baby. Kawhi. Kawhi ruined the NBA, ruined. man. He ruined the NBA. Kawhi Leonard. Low yeah. management. Can't yeah. stand him for that. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> that was not a good impression. That was terrible. That was right. bad. Because <laughs> we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> just cut, cut it out just uh, cut the oh. all right we on to our next segment yeah no yeah so we're gonna try and uh segue into this um you know nfl time yeah speaking of all-around players um you know we have some outbreaking stars in this combine um anthony richardson coming out of pretty much nowhere um he's been nowhere what do you mean dude he came out of nowhere no he did not everyone knew he was a great prospect no 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 not from the sec he is getting all the hype because he's yeah and he did not start his season well at all the first four games he didn't have a single touch it was terrible and then i think he ended the season with a total of 11 touchdowns compared to seven interceptions Oh wow! I think I did not know that. I, I know he did not have that many touchdown passes and that many interceptions. It was kind of just like an average season. It was honestly like a. But did you see his broad jump? Dude, it's amazing! His forty time, dude. fastest QB. Nah, 40. nah, nah, not forty time. I'm talking about his vertical jump. Did you see his vertical jump? That too. He was the number. You never one. know. He might jump over somebody. That could be no. Clutch. He's just a good athlete, man. That's what it's about being no, a he's good a running athlete. Back. Well, nah, he, he is the running. Sorry. He's like, if he can so just get in the right position as the running back. Well, I'm no, trying to hit all those Justin Fields and Lamar no, Jackson no. Yeah, he's a running he probably, back, dude. Yeah, he probably back. will get called a running back first year in the NFL. Somebody Guaranteed should. Um, why is like nobody coming out saying that quarterback? Some of these quarterback prospects should be like wide receiver. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this guy like back. Uh, oh, he was the yeah. Ohio State quarterback. Yeah, Pryor. Guy, uh, yeah, um, Terrell Pryor. Pryor. Yeah, Terrell Pryor. Pryor. That was one, and then I think he was Braxton insane. Miller. Is that another name? Yeah, the, he, that's yeah, one. but he wasn't. He wasn't as good. Yeah, he didn't really have any like playing time. Like he wasn't a. No. Guy yeah. that people looked at. Now nah, Pryor was insane though, like as a wide receiver, he had a thousand yard season. Yeah, what happened to him? He uh, shoot somebody. He got old. Oh. I I think he got old and he had, was having trouble. Ran out of um, trophies to sell. Is that nah, what it is? I'm pretty sure he was on that marijuana. Huh? No, huh? no, he was the guy too. that got suspended in college because he was trying to. Make a couple of quick bucks. Uh, that this is before NIL, man. Yeah. Like, honestly, which Johnny Manziel stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, but anyways, you know, uh, getting back into things. So, what would you guys have? Uh, wh- how would you guys rank the top four QB prospects? Would you say? Um, it uh, is, in my humble opinion, 
I don't know why I just said that, but um, I think it's CJ Stroud, number one, um, Bryce Young, number two, Will Levis, three, and then Richardson, four. See, I don't think Richardson is that good. We have yet to see Bryce Young throw, I guess. I mean, we've seen him throw, but he opted out of the throwing drills at the Combine because he wants to do it at he his throw day. We know throw. Bryce Young can throw. Um, I the reason think why he's doing it at his pro day because he's doing it with his receiver that he knows, uh, which will make him look better instead of these receiver that he doesn't know. Okay, uh, yeah, but if you can throw okay. to receivers that you don't know, like you're like you're not going to do that in your first year in the NFL, you have to. You're, you have yeah. freaking training camp. Like, you're not going to just not play. The training until... camp gets shorter and shorter every year. Players opt out of training camps, dude. No, you still you still practice with them. Like, yeah, you yeah. don't have to have pads on. You, yeah. you can still uh, do drills where it's non-contact. Like, Those drills are different than the game. It's been it's been shown and proven that it's different than the game. What do you think they're doing at the combine? Offensive lines have, offensive lines have not gelled. Like last year, it took offensive lines longer to get into rhythm yeah. and gel because they didn't they didn't do anything in the off season. It took them longer. Like I think somebody said, it was like on average until week. Yeah. Seven or eight to where offensive linemen were performing at a high efficiency. It actually took yeah. it took less time for defensive lines to perform at high efficiency than the offensive line last year, which was like a huge stat apparently because that was never the case in the past. Yeah. yeah. But regardless, going back to what I was going to say in my top four, kind of got off topic there. Okay. Um. You know, we haven't seen Bryce Young throw yet in the offseason. He will throw at his pro day. Um, I Stroud made a good case for himself. I really like him. Um, he's probably probably looking at either one or two off the board. It's very hard to say because Bryce Young has the name. He's from Alabama. People have been making him the number one pick for the last two years. It's just like, it's either going to be flip-flop between Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. Then I would have to say Anthony Richardson made himself a case. And I think some team is going to be stupid enough to take him over Will Levis, even though I think Will Levis probably has the better, he has the better, like QB awareness. Okay, he's run systems that have put himself in the now and age pro system. Mm-hmm. Like Anthony Richardson was really just out there playing almost what you could call street ball. Like he was just making plays, wasn't really mm-hmm. doing much reading, and like. Even at his combine, I was watching some of it, and they said that, like, Anthony Richardson, even just with his dropbacks, didn't look, like, comfortable. Like, I mean, he still has he to get not, fluid with that. He's not a quarterback. Yeah. Like, he's well, not he's not the typical three-step, five-step dropback quarterback that's going to get it out on time. Like, he, right. he's just an athlete, so he makes it 
he makes it look like it's good enough. Yeah. Which is, is still mind-blowing. Like, all these highlights that they're, uh, the Twitter world is showing of him, it's basically like the 10% of the good plays, or the 80% of the good plays he had. Um, the rest were all crap because he threw, like, I want to say in the 50% um, completion um, percentage, like, that's not going to get it done in the NFL. You're going to basically get cut um, in year two. Uh, like, basically, what's going to happen with Zach Wilson? Um, so, I'm pretty I, sure when I was also watching some of those drills, like his dropbacks just to like curl routes and like comeback routes, like he would, his dropbacks were off, like they were late, but he has the arm strength and the arm talent to make it look like the ball is still going to be there on time. Yeah, which is another issue. It's all about timing as well. Like, even though you can uh, try to get it there with your arm strength, you got to be able to time it a little bit too. Like, uh, the defense can tell, like, where you're about to throw it. You can't have this huge windup, which is essentially what he has right now. It's a huge windup because he's trying to, like, muscle it there. Yeah. Uh, and that's not going to get done in the NFL. You have to have like a, a prototypical quarterback arm slot where it's a quick release, which is uh, not a whole a lot of quarterback release. has, but what? He has well, a quick release, yes. He, but. he has a, he's a very different like type of quarterback. I feel like he's, he's like an athlete quarterback. He plays, he plays quarterback kind of differently and it's a lot of around? instinct. And I feel like as he turns into and learns the game better, like sits behind maybe a guy like Geno Smith with the Seahawks, and he can learn the system better, I feel like he'll be able to make these reads and ha- and be an amazing athlete on top of this crazy arm. And I think he's not going to he's nice not going to sit behind somebody in the first round. Uh, yeah, I, I heard uh, Trey Lance. I heard he will. Um, I heard still, the story that the Seahawks. There's a chance the Seahawks might do that. Yeah, I I believe that uh, he could get drafted by the Seahawks, but if they draft him in the first round, there's no way he's gonna be sitting for a couple years. He'll sit for one year. They'll one trade year. or cut Geno, and then he'll be he'll start and he'll be great for the Seahawks. I feel yeah. like the thing, yeah. the so my top four. It's much different from your top four, I feel like. So number one, I got Bryce Young for sure. He plays Mahomes like he's just small, but the plays that he can make. You just and said the, the key pocket, word. You just said the key word. He's small. What did you just say? Yeah, exactly. But here's the thing. He is like if he was six three, he would give be a generational three, type prospect. Give me three uh, small quarterbacks that succeeded in the NFL. Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, and uh, what's that? Kyler Murray's kind of succeeded. I no, would say. <laughs> he's on his couch yeah, playing. Um, he's on the couch playing COD right now. He's what? He's he's successful at getting that bag. Well, I mean, we Young. haven't seen quarterbacks that are yeah, small. I, I was waiting to tell him Steve Young. He's a, another smaller quarterback. Donovan McNabb. Oh yeah, Steve Young. No, I don't. Think I mean, he's taller. He was not small. I don't know. I don't know. Let's look this up. 
pretty sure Donovan McNabb wasn't more than six one. But still, like he's he's an amazing he's like he's just an amazing athlete. He can make plays whenever. He's just an overall amazing playmaker, like Mahomes. Honestly, when watching film, uh, number two in my draft is Anthony Richardson. Of course, it would be because. If he gets drafted to the right team, like the Seahawks, I feel like his ceiling is unlimited. He's like, not going to be the second quarterback off the board, dude. I don't think he will, but if you like, I would take him second quarterback. I I think, say he goes to the Seahawks and he sits a year and he's going to come back great. I th- feel like he could be like Cam Newton on his MVP season. You know, just amazing. No, amazing man. athlete in general he could be he's, just he's great no he's a Nate, there's a reason uh, why we've only seen a cam newton type season once in the last 20 right. years because it was a cam newton type season like it was amazing. all right i'm gonna stop you guys and because i have this article somebody already did an article on the best shortest quarterback in the nfl um number one fran parkinson that dude was crazy with the Vikings. Do you know where, what team he played for? Yeah, with the Vikings. What yeah, he, I saw his highlights like on TikTok once, what's and he was nickname? running all around the place. It was insane. What's his nickname? Well, I'm guessing the Frank Mass Scrambler. No, <laughs> the Mass Scrambler is his nickname. Yeah, he he's a beast. Yeah, well, he, he was a three Super Bowl, scrambling. a former MVP. Okay, I guess he's pretty good. Uh, second is Drew Brees, six foot. Third is Russell Wilson, five and eleven. Fourth is Sonny Jurgensen, five eleven. Great former Eagle and Redskin, or sorry, Commanders. Uh, well, five is Lynn Dawson, six foot. Six is Joe Seisman, six foot. Seven is Mike Vick, six foot. Eddie LeBaron. Wait, Mike Vick was only six foot. Oh yeah, man, he's just fast as shit. Um, number nine is Billy Kilmore or Kilmer. Number ten is Judge Flutie. So I feel like, you know, we're seeing a lot more shorter quarterbacks coming to the league, as there wasn't as many back then because every team wanted the big dude. The, but I feel like Nate, young can't succeed. I just listed all the guys back then. There's not a single quarterback on that list is within the last two decades. Uh, Drew Brees. Or, sorry. Okay. Other than Russell Drew, Wilson. Um, oh, sorry. Well, I, yeah. Okay. Other There's than more those two, you could even the past of person. that list has been from the last. That hasn't been from the last two decades. Eighty percent of that list. Bryce Young yes. can succeed. He no. is that type He's gonna of die. player. So you're and taking the cold. He's dying. Twenty percent risk. Is what it's saying. You're taking a twenty percent risk of right. ensuring that he's going. You would be need to go to the Eagles. Every every prospect has a risk to him, but I feel like that risk, the the type of player he is and how good he is, outweighs the risk of him being small. Nate, Nate, hold on. I have one question to ask you. If you were given the chance to take Anthony Richardson above Bryce Young, would you? Depends the type of team I'm on. No, 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 no. Say, would you do it? 
Would I do it? It doesn't matter what team you're on. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't yeah, do that's it. Bullshit. You would do it. I wouldn't do it. I'm being for real. If I'm the What's Texans, so I would take Bryce Young. What's so attractive about him? Who? Richardson. Because he's so he's such a good athlete. He's okay, able Nate. to make these plays. He's such a great arm and he can develop. Honest opinion. Have you even watched him in a game? Oh, I've watched at him Florida? a lot. At Florida. Yeah, I watch film on him. I've watched you like watch these him. YouTube film clips. Like yeah, not, they're what, not like what clips, you think but, they're like, doing they're, in the YouTube video. No, they're like the breakdown videos. The best highlights. They're breakdown. They're not highlights. They're breakdown oh of gosh. every single one of his games and all his plays. I'm telling you, he breakdown of his play. highlights. Not his highlights, dude. Just like simple plays. All right. Okay. Number three. All right. I bet on you my list. that one of those clips on that video that you watch is the him like jump throwing or fake throwing. Um, yeah, that's a sick play. And then got out that's of the pocket and threw for a touchdown. I bet that's one in the video. That, yeah, yeah he can make play. plays like that. He's he's good, you know. Yeah. Number no. three on my list, I got yeah. CJ Stroud because I just feel like he'll just be a pretty good low – he's going to be a low-risk prospect, and I feel like he's going to be good, you know, what, for any team. I've heard this from a lot of people, I guess, a lot of people, Colin Collard, um, basically the only talk show I watch during the day. Uh, he mentioned that how nobody's talking about CJ Stroud, like how nobody talked about Justin Herbert um, during his draft class. So he's like a good comparison. Uh, nobody really talked about them, but they're both really like prototypical quarterback. I think uh, it's just because he is like, he's the safe pick. Like he is yeah, he's the most he's a, wrong with that? prospect in the class. Like nobody, why would you not pick like the nobody safest wants, pick? Nobody wants to go with the safest because pick because you want to go with the guy that will win you a Super Bowl. With with the number one pick, with the number I'm one pick, you want the, the guy that will have the ceiling to win you a Super Bowl. Because guess what? If that doesn't work out, you just try again. I'm so. calling it right now. CJ Stroud will win the Super Bowl. Uh, all right. Yeah, it depends on the will. team he goes. He's gonna. It does. I'm saying if he falls in the draft because everybody thinks I'm that Will Levis and Richardson's gonna be. Yeah, well, it depends on the team he goes to. Obviously, does, but he. Wait, are you saying he's gonna be on the same team for the his entire career? I'm not sure. It's typically, we how don't know that. Works. We have yeah. no idea. That's just how it works for most quarterbacks. You don't really see a lot of quarterbacks going from team to team. Or like top quarterbacks, yeah. Yeah, you don't see that. I mean, off topic, where are you guys, what do you guys think on Lamar Jackson? He's a oh, good I think quarterback, he's- and he's, he's, worth, he's worth money, but I don't think not the money that he wants. Yeah, he's not worth the money that he wants. And guarantee money teams, or the money that he's asking for, which is like incentives, um, all the the full package. You just I think he's think worth the guarantee. No, that's what everybody's saying. He's not worth the guarantee money. No, I think he's worth it. It's just that I don't know. It's hard to say because everyone always has to take that these style plays that. You know, Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields and Jalen Hurts, like these are not going to be sustainable futures for them. So 
why pay him the big money? Because they just don't think it's going to last. But, like, teams and other players have adapted in their careers to make them have sustainable futures. Yeah. So, like, it's okay. I think it'd be okay to give them the money. It's just that you, you will have to, like, them as a player, they will have to know that their play style will change. He yeah. he is undoubtedly a top ten, top eight quarterback in the league, an MVP, and I think it's crazy how some of these teams are already out on him. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. But ultimately, I do think his best spot is with the Ravens, no matter what. Uh, I don't know why this Ravens situation has gone on for so long, and how you know, they have it. That, that point you brought on to, he's a former MVP of the right. Like, why Insert are him not into this rap class? class? I don't know. There's got to be something going on. Just insert him into this draft class. Why would you not give up two first round picks? Did you not see what um, the Denver had to give up for Russell Wilson, who is basically out of his prime? Or he is out of his prime. They had to give away like three first round draft pick with like a bunch of other, uh, a bunch of other additional picks. Like Lamar Jackson, all you have to give up is two first round picks. Yeah, I think that's why crazy. would you not take that? I, I have no idea with Lamar Jackson and why teams are out on him immediately. Um, I don't know. Especially... I see. I think the Commanders are aren't they're the top. Oh one. yeah. I think they are full in on trying to get him. Um, I mean, with the non-exclusive tag, they have the capability of giving him the money that he wants. Um, And then the Ravens have a chance to um, counter offer that or like match. I think, yeah, it's match. And if they don't want to, then sure enough, he can go and be with that other team. It's just these teams have to be willing to give them that money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, a I, I like MVP that. of the league. Like he's he's good. He's been good. You've seen it. I like the commander's option because NFC needs more quarterbacks for sure. And I think that makes him a playoff team immediately just because of how bad the NFC is right now. I mean, yeah. Speaking of, you know, teams trying to build better playoff team or yeah nfc trying to build better playoff teams um you know you have the eagles probably going to be there next year you have other strong teams um uh, 49ers 49ers will probably be there Tom brady coming out of retirement he's not coming out of retirement because he, he is out. no he's not how much you want to build he's, build, he's, he's not, not going he's, he's not, not, going. not trying to build these playoff teams um we have, we as Bears fans have the opportunity of a lifetime. We have not only the number one overall pick in this year's draft, but we also have, you know, 90, 90 plus million dollars in free agency. Um, we have a lot of opportunity to spend money and get players if that's the way we decide to do this. Um, personally, I've said this in the past, they are not going to pick somebody with this number one overall draft. 
they will trade it. Um, I think it's the wisest thing to do to get more draft capital um, because that way we can still get, we can trade down, grab their pick and another pick because that's what teams are going to be spending. Like yep. that's, that's the typical spending cost. And when you're trying to trade up, you're going to swap picks and then also grab another one of their picks. So like, why not get more picks in this draft as many as you can grab as many. I think this is probably the most talented skill players that they've seen in the draft in a while, along with offensive linemen. Like there's, there's a lot of very good players in this year's draft to go out and get. And also, a couple in the free agency market that they can then add on by signing. Yeah. I, I feel like free agency is kind of weak right now. Um, I can see the bears probably getting Orlando Brown from the chiefs, the chiefs left tackle. I see that as a likely option, but other than that, I like, like that. Uh, I don't know about, there's not really any big goal line to get for them or, defensive ends there's no like there's no super big time free agency guys that they like can go after i feel like um there's no big I mean, wide receiver i don't think the i mean that's the strategy that Bolt's going with he's not trying to get his signing he's trying to build through the the draft to build his future it's not more uh it's not going to be the free agent signing he'll probably sign huge extension with like guys on the team um, mm-hmm. that he's willing to keep. But yeah, we'll I think he'll go he after, it. he'll go after a free agent signing on the, on each side Younger, of the yeah. lines. Yeah. Cause you need offensive line and a defensive line, at least one, one veteran on each side. I like Orlando yeah. Brown. That's, we saw that, right? we saw that, um, that they were waving him. The chiefs were, or not, not waving him. They weren't gonna. They just didn't get tag him. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I mean, I think the franchise tag, off-topic franchise tag, is probably the stupidest thing in the whole world. Um, well, it's fine for the first year. Yeah, but, but I think it's stupid it's, that you get to do it like year after year, like because not only are you taking team or are you, are you taking players off the free agency board, but like then that just leaves like teams with this with all the free agency cap that they have that they probably won't spend then because i don't think the bears are going to reach spending the entire 90 plus million that they have just because this year's free agency is not the best but like they can use it in this case where you said you know sign guys and extend guys in certain ways to make it possible yeah yeah, but yeah, huge loss in Saquon getting tagged as well. Sad to sad yeah. to that, along with Josh Jacobs. And yeah, what do you guys think of that stupid deal for the Giants? Like, I don't know. He's so overrated. I don't understand why. They're in a bad spot million. right now. You know, Daniel because... Jones threw less touchdowns than Russell Wilson. Oh, that's crazy. Did he have uh, less than eleven bathroom though? I, I don't know, but that he threw 12. 15 touchdowns and Russell Wilson threw 16. So, oh, 
You're having high-paid yeah, quarterback crazy. for low performance. Yeah, but the it's Giants a, are in a tough a, position because they're low in the draft, and I don't know. So it's, what? There's it's, been it's tough options. Lamar, Lamar Jackson was the 32nd pick in the first round. Oh, so you're gonna take Will Levis, Giants? If, if uh, I were he, the actually, Giants, he won't yeah. even be there. No, actually, he won't even be there. So what you're telling me is you're gonna draft Hendon uh, Hooker or what? You're gonna get Zach Wilson, trade for him. Yeah. No, Zach Wilson's gone for his his mindset is totally lost. He's not capable of playing in the NFL again. He's got one more chance. We're gonna yeah. see him one more time. He's better off going to the XFL. Who? Zach Wilson. Wilson. Oh. No, it'll be it'll be the backup for Aaron Rodgers and then they're gonna kill yep. each other. That's what it's gonna nah, trade Zach Wilson for Aaron Rodgers. Have him and Jordan what? Love compete. No, oh, yeah, what if that. what if Rodgers teaches Zach Wilson to become the greatest quarterback of all time? Oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> hey, that's wild. Hey, Zach, I like that idea. Zach, listen to me. All you need to do you is go to the dark off season, You go on a darkness retreat. Sip on a little bit of ayahuasca. Do a little bit of drugs mm-hmm. every every year. Talk about conspiracy theories. Be clean by the time you have to do a drug test, so that way they're like, "Oh, it's all good." And I mean, then, don't talk and to then your the greatest quarterback. Aaron Rodgers probably never been drug tested in entire NFL career. You have like, to be. No way. No way. Yeah, he has to. Uh, yeah, I, I like that thing with Zach Wilson. You know, he'll, he'll be great because Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson are kind of similar players in a way. Yeah. Similar mindsets, kind of, you know. The blame isn't on them. The blame's on someone else. So, hey, it could work. I, I, I kind of like that, actually. Have have Aaron Rodgers for, like, two or three years. Have Zach Wilson come up, and he dominates. It'll, it'll be nice. Nah, man. How do we even get off topic on this? Why are we talking about Aaron Rodgers? Because yeah, it's about big football. news. Yeah, it's big news. So and... Nathan has the worst top four quarterback. Uh, oh, yeah. And Michael Will Levis is second. Four. Michael second in the ranking. I'm first. That's we already pivoted off only, that, by the you way. You only think you're first because you're. That's yeah, we don't, we don't know until. Legit the best yeah, one. He, Michael, we literally j- agreed on. CJ Stroud would he, be the best option to get a Super yes, Bowl. He's the dude. safest pick. Yes, but yeah. safe pick does not mean best pick. And Nate, safe is the best pick. But teams. No, are you safe. guys just don't take risks in life, do you? Huh? Nate, you guys want to sit there. You can, oh, Nate, you can have a calculated risk. That's that's your job. Bryce that's Young or Anthony Richardson right now. Bryce Young. But nope. Anthony Richardson is still good. You just said Anthony Richardson for top pick. Okay. For, that, uh, that is this week's episode of the Honest Truth Sports Podcast. Um, I thank you guys for listening. Uh, we hope to see you guys back once again. Um, no. I'll try and keep you guys updated and when these are dropping. Uh, Screw it. 
Anthony Richardson will be a no. two-time <laughs> Super Bowl winner, three-time MVP. What he's team? Number one pick. What uh, team? Seahawks. Seahawks, no and he's gonna be amazing. You're Is gonna. Pete he's gonna Carroll be, a gonna be in a wheelchair quarterback. It's gonna be hit Mahomes, uh, <laughs> Burrow, then Fields, and then Richardson. Okay. All yeah. Right. Sure enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is obvious. It's obvious. Thank obvious. you guys for listening. Uh, like I said, we appreciate you. Go find this on Facebook or Twitter. That's where we'll be at on YouTube as well. Um, audio link will follow. We appreciate you guys. This is episode eight of the Austin Sports Podcast. Peace out. And you ran to show you off. I've been trying to get away.